0: This is a stupid show. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. What are you eating?
1: I have a lemon drop in my mouth. Why? I just had like a huge coughing jag.
0: Yeah, you got the COVID again.
1: I don't think I have the... Well, I know I didn't have the COVID when I woke up this morning. Because um, I was just tested. Because, you know, I do all that other...
0: You were tested today.
1: I was tested for yesterday. So I know I didn't have COVID yesterday. yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. But today was the Gracie's. And I got this cute little mask to wear. Because I was like, well, it's a Gracie's. I'm getting all dressed up. Let me wear like a cute little mask. So I got this mask with like little rhinestones on it and really pretty. I walked in. I was the only bitch in there with a mask on. Not one person had a mask on. Not one. Not... Really? No, Not one. But when you walk in, you have to show vaccination status. So you have to be vaccinated to be in there. So I was like, all right, fine. I took my mask off, you know, peer pressure. Took my mask off to be with everybody else without their masks on. I have two friends that are close talkers. They're like nose to nose with you. Mm-hmm. Like you could smell their breath. I could smell everything they had for breakfast, lunch, dinner. I could smell like whatever gum they were chewing right up there right up in your face and one of them i know used to be an anti-vaxxer but obviously had to get in here you had to be vaccinated so i close talked with two people that one of them I know probably is definitely, have covid well one of them's not vaccinated the other is but i don't know how i don't know how that other person got in unless they had a fake vaccination card or i don't know what happens give a religious reason on your way in i don't know mm. they have a way but i was walking i mean Walking around the whole time, it's the Gracie. So there's a bunch of people there. In case you don't know, Anthony and I have five Gracie Awards for the show between us. Mm-hmm. And the Gracie Awards are kind of like the Emmys of radio. I would say, um, what would you say with the, um, like the Marconis are the Oscars, right? And the Gracies are kind of like this is the like Emmys. the
0: blockbuster award.
1: No, it's bigger than that, you idiot.
0: <laughs> when Blockbuster was around, it was the Blockbuster Award.
1: No, it's bigger. Than, it's like a Golden Globe. It's an important award to have.
0: Okay, Golden Globe then.
1: Okay, fine. Golden Globe. So
0: It's a Tony. It's,
1: yeah, it's a Tony Award. It's a, it's a big deal is the mm. point. So um, I was there. Just, this year I was a judge. I wasn't a winner. But once you've won, sometimes they ask you to come on and judge. So you know me. I love judging everything and everybody. So when they asked me to be a judge, I was like, I get to judge people. And you have to listen to me? Awesome. (laughs) So um, I was there today as a judge, but everybody was there from like all of our old radio stations. Anthony and I were syndicated on 180 stations around the country. A bunch of those people were there. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in radio nearly 20 years. Everybody from all my walks of life, every company I've worked for. There was a guy there in particular that I wasn't going to say hi to, but because I had you in my head. You call him a name from Silicon Valley, but I'm not going to say it.
0: Oh, he was there. I Um, thought he wasn't even in radio anymore.
1: Not now, Jin Yang, not now. He was fired from that last place that we worked at. Just this year, he was hired elsewhere.
0: At another radio company? Yes. Jin Yang, come here. He must talk a good freaking game. That's all Mm. I know. You know, people like that continue to get jobs. You must do really good interview. That's all I know. Your resume must look fantastic. Because yeah, you're a douchebag I, that knows dick about yeah, that's radio.
1: The I don't, right, that's the thing I don't understand. Well, no, he just, he's all social media. He's a social media person. He's not a radio person anymore. It's all social media. He's on He's on the business end of things. And that's the stuff he really knows.
0: Yeah, I have no love for that guy.
1: I know you don't. But he was very friendly, really happy to see me, gave me a big hug.
0: That douchebag's got, got the monkey pox. I guarantee it.
1: Anyway, so it was a lot of people that we do love. When when you and I were syndicated, we were syndicated on a lot of stations with people that we loved. Other radio personalities that we liked, people that were decision makers that we liked. All of those people were there, and I wasn't expecting to see them. So that was kind of fun, but I ended up socializing. So first I socialized with the people at one table. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to another table, and then my agent was at this other table, and there was a chair there. And some old friends of mine were there, so I sat with them, and then I saw some more old friends of mine, and then they were like, well, we're all going out for drinks afterwards. So, of course, after the Gracie's, after I schmoozed around a room of Mm -hmm. 200-plus people- Sucking up all the germs. Sucking up all the germs, then I went to some random bar Mm -hmm. where I sucked up some more germs with some more people I hadn't seen at the Gracie's, and then some other new people that I'd never met before mm-hmm. that were, you know, they were at the Gracie's, but they were new to me. So, and then I sat down and like really bonded with a couple of them, but we did a lot of like close talking and touching and. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, I'm hoping this is not a super spreader event. I'm hoping those days are over. I but think
0: both of them were.
1: It's scary because you think that, well, we're all vaccinated. We're fine. It's good. Not a problem. We have to show vaccination to get into this event, you know. But a friend of ours, you and I, got married a couple of weeks ago in Nashville. And I was all I was planning on going. I was all set to go. But I had a family thing that kept me. That I had to cancel and I couldn't go. So I called him a couple of days later, like after his, he didn't go on a honeymoon, he went on a mini moon. I called him after his mini moon and said, how'd it go? He said, everybody got COVID. Mm -hmm. He said, turns out our wedding was a super spreader event. And I was like, well, isn't everybody vaccinated? Yeah. It
2: doesn't
0: matter anymore. Dr. Fauci has got COVID right now. Yeah. He was one of the first to be vaccinated. He's got so much vaccines running through his body. It doesn't even matter anymore.
1: Right. Well, so I have decided after my coughing jag today that I probably definitely have COVID. Mm-hmm. I've already like gotten my mind around that I have COVID again for a second time. I'm taking a COVID test on Friday for a job I'm doing Monday. I work these weird jobs that they make you get tested two, three days in advance. So I'll know by Saturday or Sunday if I have the monkeypox or the COVID.
0: That, that's so stupid to get tested on Friday for a job for Monday. So Friday, as soon as you get tested, you're going to go into a bubble and, and not go out and socialize with anybody. That doesn't well, make not, any sense.
1: But I'm not going into a bubble because I have to work my other job exactly. on Saturday. Yeah. So right.
0: people live their life after they do it on Friday. Then they go out and they do like you do and just have parties all weekend long. Then you show up Monday and go, well, Friday, I didn't have the COVID.
1: But that's why they test you when you get there Monday. As soon as you get there, they don't even let you in the building until you've tested first. So, so you they test go- you again. Yeah, the rapid test. So I'm I'm doing the PCR, the the long-term test Friday mm-hmm. and then I do the rapid test Monday morning, which it's just just do the rapid test Monday morning. Why I got to go all the way out to Brooklyn? On
0: exactly. Friday.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
0: I don't I like just, none of this. I don't like none of it.
1: Just rapid test me the morning when I walk in and then you'll know. I'll know, you'll know, and if it if I'm positive, I'll go home.
0: Was the Gracie's held at the same place it was held last time?
1: Every year, it's held at the exact same place every year for the 40-some-odd years the Gracies have been around.
0: Yeah, that's a cool place. That's right across from Grand Central Station, and it used to be a library or something, a bank. It used to be a bank.
1: Right. And Uh it's
0: huge, beautiful inside. Yeah. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, it's called Cipriani. Yeah, no, it was great. It was really nice to be there as a judge and not a Gracie winner because the pressure was off. Because mm-hmm. when you're there as a Gracie winner, you got to do the step and repeat, you got to do interviews, you got to go up when they call you to the side, then they call you your name and you get up, you take more pictures and you're nervous and did you wear the right thing, hair and makeup. Me, I just, I literally, I rolled out of bed, threw on some clothes, took a bus over there and uh, didn't have and any got on. And I didn't have lipstick on, so I thought I wouldn't be. I thought I'd be wearing a mask. So I just spent the day without lipstick and uh, COVID.
0: Congratulations! I'm I'm so happy you got it again.
1: I didn't get a Gracie, but I did get COVID <laughs> for the second. I got so I got my fifth Gracie and my second COVID.
3: Hey, she not putting out? Uh, no, she is. We uh, we already did it. It's Cooper and Anthony. I
0: want to tell you guys don't know anything about women
1: amazing because you guys spend enough time around women like even the guys that spend time with women that are around women a lot mm-hmm. still i find that they they still don't they've never learned anything How, what happens with that i don't get it
0: so women shared the guys in their past that knew nothing about women okay like <laughs> like this woman says i knew a guy who thought during your period it was the blue liquid That they used in the commercials, not blood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how would we know?
1: That's funny. Well, how would you know? I mean, doesn't he know any women? Doesn't he? No one said to him. But it's never happened.
0: I've never. I've, I've never seen it. I've never. I don't know. The only liquid I've seen is on the commercial.
1: Well, you're obviously not a guy who will still have sex with a woman that has her period. No. There's a lot of those
0: guys out there.
1: And I was the one who was always like, yeah, no. And like, no, I don't mind. I'm like, But I mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. You mind. It's because we don't mind because it's blue.
1: It's not blue. Oh, it's, it's blood.
0: not. Amanda Rice says, my ex thought you bled on your period only when sitting on the toilet. And it only lasted a day. He thought I lied about it lasting five days to avoid sex,
1: ok. I got several questions. Are these all going to be period things? No. Wait, is this like all the stuff men don't know about periods? No,
0: it's just what men don't know about women. but also, it's a lot of it's a lot of period things because <sighs> guys don't have periods, and we don't know.
1: It's interesting how women don't discuss their periods with their boyfriends or husbands. I guess if you're with somebody a long time, eventually you're just, you explain no, it to them. No, I don't want to know.
0: That's the, the, a discussion I don't want to have.
1: Well, because, well, you're unusual like that. Most guys are interested in knowing everything about their woman. But I think if you're just dating somebody, it's weird to be like, explain the whole period thing. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, those are guys that don't have sisters or whose mothers never explained to them or didn't go to health class. Because that's kind of basic stuff.
0: My boyfriend thought women just shook over the toilet instead of wiped. So you sit there and (laughs) shake. And he's like, what are you doing wiping?
1: No, we have to wipe.
0: My husband thought when you go to the doctor when you're pregnant, you just show up at the hospital and whoever is there delivers your baby.
1: Well, I thought that too for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't I know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. How would I know? I just figure that's exactly. I figure you just show up. Hi, I'm pregnant. I'm about to give birth, and they just, you know, it's like it's like um, detectives in, in the homicide unit. Whoever's up next.
0: Yeah, because you you see on the TV, you go, and they say my wife is having a baby, and then they take her in a room, and then people come in.
1: Yeah, so it has to be your doctor.
0: Yeah, it's the guy you've been going to the whole time that's been giving you vitamins and checking you and all that stuff.
1: But what if that person's not available and it's three in the morning and I'm about to give birth? I'm not going to wait for the guy who lives in Jersey to meet me in the city. I'm going to the emergency room. Just whoever wants to deliver the baby. Which is the plot
0: next. for every sitcom ever made. Right, true. Because, oh, he's, he's, they're always on vacation. Right. My ex thought that I only had one egg. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's so sad.
0: <laughs> no, Cooper only has one egg left, left. but <laughs> she had more than one.
1: Yeah, we all have lots of them. And that's not to get too deep into this, but, you know, it's when you, you don't use those eggs that uh, that's, that's your period.
0: I once told my boyfriend I had blood in my urine and I should go to the doctor. And he said, no, nah, it's just your period.
1: That's a dumb man.
0: I didn't realize women had a uterus until I was like 25.
1: Well, Yeah, but why would you know a woman's anatomy? Why would you care if you're a guy and and you're a misogynist and you don't care about women?
0: Exactly. So why would I know? So you tell me I got to have something done on my uterus. I'll be like, isn't that made by by Ford?
1: Is it in your ear? I don't know where that
0: is. That's a Ford uterus.
1: That's a Ford uterus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you gotta have an oil change.
1: My Ford uterus. Tell me who
0: you are. It's Cooper and Anthony. Where does Chris Evans fall on your sexiest man alive scale?
1: That's a tough one because he's definitely sexy. But He's aight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's he's better than Matthew McConaughey, you know, but he's not as sexy as Chris Hemsworth. So, I don't know. Of all the Chris's, I'd put him. He's in the top five.
0: All right. So, let's go back in time, and you have to pick one of them. So, you're either going to pick 2022 Chris Evans or 1985 Sexiest Man Alive Mel Gibson.
1: Ew, Mel Gibson was never sexy. Definitely Chris Evans.
0: So you're going Chris Evans?
1: Yeah. I I mean, even Mel Gibson at his hottest when he was, I don't know, I didn't know him when he was like, let's say 19. I never found him attractive. I don't like him at all. I don't think he's a good act. I never got Mel Gibson. So in
0: 85, you were, what are they doing? Why is he the sexiest man alive?
1: Well, I was a child, so it would have been (laughs) weird to look at Mel Gibson that way.
0: Oh, Okay. Chris Evans or Harry Hamlin from 1987, Sexiest Man?
1: Here's what's interesting. I never found Harry Hamlin attractive until now. Harry Hamlin just turned 70, and I saw him on, um, I guess he was on one of the real Housewives shows. He's married, to one, he's married to Lisa Rinna, who's one of the housewives. Mm-hmm. She had a party for him. 70 years old. He is
0: fine. You'd hit that. Oh, my
1: God god he's a snack and a half yes yes i've never been into older men but i'm telling you 70 year old harry hamlin i mean not that he'd want to have me nine days till sunday because Mm -hmm. he's got his his wife is pretty hot Yeah. yeah but if no i would never i wouldn't kick him out of bed now i didn't find him attractive back then he was too like he was too pretty boy but like um I don't know, like that plastic pretty boy. Mm. Now he's sexy and rough and rugged and oh, yeah.
0: All right. Chris Evans or 1988 Sexiest Man Alive, John F. Kennedy Jr.
1: Yeah, I don't think I have a real reference to him. I mean, obviously I know who he is. but right. And I guess he was attractive. I know he dated Sarah Jessica Parker. So clearly celebrities found him attractive. He dated a couple of celebrities. Mm-hmm um no definitely Chris Evans
0: Chris Evans okay Chris Evans or 1989 sexiest man Sean Connery ew (laughs) he's an old man (laughs) but in 19 I'm telling you have to pick the 1989 Sean Connery but you're not going to
1: I'll tell you why he was always an old man because remember he was he was James Bond he was 007 right where he looked like an old man
0: and he wasn't the greatest when it came to women
1: He's a, yeah, that's right. He has um, a history of abusing women. So there's that also. No, definitely Chris Evans. Please tell me everybody said Chris Evans on that one.
0: 88% said Chris Evans. 12% said Sean Connery.
1: That's dangerous. Okay.
0: All right. Chris Evans or 1990s sexiest man. 1990s sexiest man. That's, think about that. Tom Cruise. And he's still a movie star now.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going Tom Cruise. you going Tom really, Cruise? Yeah. You know why? Because back then when he was like young, he was really hot. Before we knew he was a batshit crazy guy and jumping on couches and acting bizarre. Like before his bizarre behavior, he was a hottie.
0: Oh, so you're picking Tom Cruise over Chris Evans.
1: Go rewatch Risky Business and you tell me that Tom Cruise in Risky Business wasn't the man muffin that you would want to just take home and gobble down.
0: Chris Evans or 1991's Sexiest Man, Patrick Swayze?
1: I think for a second who that was, right from Ghost. Ghost, um, yeah. Not attractive at all. Uh, uh, looks like a daddy. No, 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 not, at not <laughs> attractive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to. All right, let's skip to people you know. Chris Evans or 1994's sexiest man, Keanu Reeves.
1: <gasps> Keanu Reeves, all day long. There, you know what? If you you should be doing this category with me and Keanu Reeves. You should be like blah 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 sexiest man alive and Ke- and or Keanu Reeves. I will always choose Keanu Reeves. He's he to me he's the sexiest man alive always. It's the
0: always 1994s Keanu Reeves. So this is All of them. This is a few years outside of Bill and Ted.
1: I don't I'm taking every This is Bill incarnation, and Ted 2. I don't care. I'm taking every incarnation of Keanu Reeves that there is. He was sexy as a as a kid he was sexy as an adult he was sexy as a man he's sexy now yeah keanu reeves all day
0: all right chris evans or 1995's sexiest man alive brad pitt and you got to pick the 1995 brad pitt
1: oh yeah no 1995 brad pitt that was yeah that was thelman louise brad pitt yeah yeah oh please come on
0: you you have to pick brad pitt (laughs) (laughs) okay you're picking brad pitt now compared to chris evans
1: It's funny you would say that because Brad Pitt is currently on the cover of GQ magazine and they made him look like a corpse. He looks like he's been dead for six months and they've propped him up with like just bottles of formaldehyde.
3: It is the strangest
1: photo. He looks like seriously, he looks dead. It's the most bizarre thing in the world. So if that's what Brad Pitt looks like now, no, no, thank you. So, yeah, 1990-whatever Brad Pitt, yes.
0: 1995, okay. So, you're going to pick Chris Evans, or this is going to be a hard one for you. 96's Sexiest Man Alive, Denzel Washington.
1: Oh, oh. Denzel Washington in 1996.
0: That's was who you're picking. really
1: hot. He was really hot. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm going Denzel.
0: Chris Evans or 97's sexiest man, George Clooney?
1: I never got the George. George Clooney's a good looking man. I understand. I look at him and I go, yeah, I get it. I see what women see in him. I'm not pretending like he's ugly or anything. He's very handsome. He's just not my type. I like more of a little bit of a pretty boy, which Chris Evans is. So I'm going Chris Evans.
0: All right, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. 22's Chris Evans or 2008's sexiest man, Hugh Jackman?
1: Ugh no he's that was bizarre he's never been handsome
0: i'm interested about this one 2022's chris evans compared to 2009's johnny depp
1: oh that's a hard one
0: (sighs) take out the past five years
1: i know i know johnny depp when he was like at his peak and he was just incredibly handsome johnny depp when he was doing um right before like the first time yeah right oh yeah johnny depp
0: johnny depp okay chris evans or 2010's sexiest man ryan reynolds
1: what's interesting about ryan reynolds is he's funny and he's a good actor and he's charming
4: what's a nice place like you doing in a girl like this
1: i don't think he's all that handsome I think his personality makes him more handsome than he actually is. Mm -hmm. So if you're going just by looks alone, no, Chris Evans. But if you're going by all the things that make somebody charming and attractive, then definitely Ryan Reynolds. Because again, it's his personality. If you just looked at Ryan Reynolds by himself and took away that stellar, amazing, charming personality, he's not that good looking.
0: All right. Who are you spending the weekend with though? chris evans you're gonna spend the weekend with chris evans I well i want to be...
1: have sex i want to i can laugh anytime i want to have sex
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right chris evans or 2011's sexiest man bradley cooper
1: again do not think bradley cooper is attractive never got but never you could got be the bradley cooper cooper, cooper, cooper. Thing. well that's the reason why originally i wanted anderson cooper then i found out he was gay i was like well that's not happening and now bradley cooper is my only opportunity to be cooper cooper right yeah so um no no I, he's again seems like an awesome guy seems like he's super fun i'm sure i think he was attractive when he was very young i don't find him attractive he's i find him uh he's handsome but he's just not my type
0: chris evans or adam levine
1: no was adam levine sexiest man alive I forgot yeah, about 2013 that. yeah. No, that's weird yeah no that's that's a pr stunt he is not sexy. Where's Harry Styles? Was he ever sexiest man alive?
0: 22 Chris Evans or 2014's Chris Hemsworth.
1: Oh, but you, come on. <laughs> Don't even, you know that Chris Hemsworth is my number one. To me, he is the sexiest right, man on the Chris planet.
0: or Keanu?
1: Chris Hemsworth.
0: Always going with Chris.
1: Always going with Chris Hemsworth unless we're talking about Keanu Reeves. Like Keanu Reeves is number two. Chris Hemsworth is number one.
0: All right, Chris Evans or David Beckham.
1: That's a tough one. You know what it is with with David Beckham? He's very handsome. I love all those tattoos. He's sexy as hell, but he strikes me as being kind of dumb. And I feel like dumbness takes it away, whereas Chris Evans seems like he's smart. So I'm going Chris Evans.
0: All right, Chris Evans or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm. He'd break you in half. That's why I'd be interested. (laughs) 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 you're the size of his arm
1: yeah i know i'm into that all
0: right uh chris evans or 2017's sexiest man which was blake shelton
1: no he's not sexy yeah again that's another pr move please Uh, gwen stefani's pr people were like here put him on there no Where's Harry Styles? Did he make the list John yet? John Legend. No, I don't, I don't find him attractive.
0: Michael B. Jordan.
1: He's good looking, but you know what? I'm not going to judge on him because he's way too young for me and it's not age appropriate. And it feels, to me, it feels completely inappropriate to, to say anything about him physically
0: or sexually. Paul Rudd or Chris Evans? Oh, Paul Rudd. You're taking Paul Rudd?
1: Yes, of course. Everyone's taking Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's number three on my list. Paul Rudd is number three on every woman's list. There's not a woman alive that Paul Rudd is not number three on her list.
0: Harry Styles or Paul Rudd? Harry Styles. Harry Styles, Keanu Reeves. Psst, Harry Styles. Harry Styles or, or Thor?
1: Chris Hemsworth.
0: Also, Chris is number one.
1: I'm telling you, when I say he's number one, I mean like he is literally number one. There's, there is not a better looking man on the planet. And there never will be. Chris Hemsworth is the best looking, sexiest. He's funny. He's charming. He's smart. Oh, I envy his wife.
0: You'll sit through a stupid Thor movie to watch him.
1: Oh, I've never seen his movies. <laughs>
0: graphic language will be used throughout this show it's the cooper and anthony show coming soon you're going to be able to change the voice on your alexa to a dead relative
1: Ooh, that's weird and creepy but also kind of cool
0: yeah so you can say hey grandma what's the square root of 14 and grandma's voice will come on and say seven how did you know the square root of 14 was seven? I, d- I guessed, actually. <laughs> is it? Is it
1: seven? I don't even know. I, I think it is.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's really creepy, and they're working on it, and it's almost ready to go. So you can upload pieces of their voice, and this Alexa is going to sound just like your mom.
1: My mom's alive.
0: No, uh, 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 Later on. Okay, your great-grandma. She can sound <laughs> okay. like your great-grandma.
1: Who I never met, so I have no idea what she sounds like. For all I know, C- Siri and uh, Alexa, both of them sound like my great grandma. I never heard their, her voice. I never met her. She was dead by the time I was born.
0: It could be that now. But <laughs> it she already be her. <laughs> I'm very, very excited about this because I've always told you I have 75 million hours of your voice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I can go through and ask you questions, and you'll pop up as Alexa and answer them for me.
1: Why do you even need me here now, then?
0: It's kind of true. <laughs> you really um, don't.
1: You and I have been doing this show together in some incarnation since 2006. We had a syndicated show for like nine years. We did it as a morning show forever. We've been doing this podcast for like almost three years now. There's no reason why in a, that you... Well, Why am I here?
0: Yeah. So I'm going to call it Cooper Alexa.
1: Okay. (laughs) So I can say
0: things like, hey, Cooper Alexa, where's the nearest coffee shop? Probably one like two blocks away. See? (laughs) Hey, Cooper Alexa, what's the one thing you miss about being alive?
1: Penis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would miss that the most.
0: Hey, Cooper Alexa, how are babies made?
1: A human penis ended up in her meat.
0: See? (laughs) (laughs) And I could say, like, hey, Cooper Alexa, does five plus two equal nine? That's true. See?
1: But that's not really a good answer.
0: Five plus nine? That's true. See, you just say it's true for everything.
1: That's true. No, not that Not a, that's true. That's correct. Why would I say that's true? It's not because a lie. I, You're not I, lying.
0: The, 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 that's how I set up this Cooper Alexa. That's true. Cooper Alexa, I'm looking in the mirror. How do I look?
1: Yeah, you look great.
0: So, you, <laughs> Cooper Alexa, you find me attractive?
1: I want to hit that. My favorite thing about all these is that none of them are passionate. They're all like they're all so cynical. They're like, eh, you look great. Like I like I could I couldn't give a shit.
0: Yeah, I want to hit that.
1: (laughs) I want to hit that, but not even enthusiastic. Like I'm not even enthusiastic in it. I want to hit that.
0: And you can set Alexa up to set an alarm now, so I can say, Hey, Cooper, Alexa, when you set the alarm, what will the alarm sound like in the morning?
1: Beep. Beep, beep, beep. (laughs) When did I ever say beep, beep? I'm telling you. Beep, 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 beep. I have
0: hours and hours of your voice.
1: That's scary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then you can have different modes under Cooper Alexa. Cooper Alexa, what mode are you in now? It's
1: set on annoy.
0: <laughs> of course it would be set on annoy. It's
1: always set on annoy. <laughs>
0: hey, always. Co- Cooper Alexa, can I change the mode that you're in?
1: It's set for how could I ruin these people's day.
0: Okay. So I set the mode. <laughs> And oh, when my you're not, God. When you're not near it. Hey, Cooper Alexa, what time is it?
1: I don't know. 11 o'clock at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, like so cynical, so passive. Like, I don't give a fuck. What do I get? Yeah. I don't know. 11 o'clock. Like, leave me alone. I don't know. 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. She's Cooper Alexa,
0: is there a Joe Alexa?
1: Well, Joe's not really happy with me right now.
0: Even in death. (laughs) Yeah,
1: of course. You might want to hang on to that one.
0: All right. Cooper Alexa, did you know your ex, Sean Lee, got married to Kim Kardashian?
1: No ducking way. (laughs) (laughs) Again, when did I say that? (laughs) No ducking way. (laughs) Why would I say that?
0: (laughs) Cooper Alexa, what was your favorite word when you were alive?
1: Bitch. (laughs)
0: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Bitch. See?
1: Penis. That's pretty much this whole show. If anybody ever asks, like, what's our show about, just send them that. Send them Cooper Alexa. Penis. So, of course, it's always bitch and penis. Bitch. Penis. Hey,
0: hey, listen. The world's famous. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Let's listen in.
1: All right, so I found my new latest role model. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I... Well, I have a lot of role models, as you know, every once in a while, some woman comes up, comes into our being, and I feel really empowered when I hear her speak, or I read something about her, and I found that woman today, who I'm now completely obsessed with, and I just think that she's awesome, and the best thing about her is she's a 25-year-old OnlyFans model, which, in and of itself, the fact that, I gotta tell you, at 25, end of the balls to leave my house, mm-hmm. let alone, you know, show my assets to the world on social media. Like it's it's really impressive. So there's there's that to begin with. But here's the best thing. So here's her quote. You miss 100 percent of the lays you never take.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to be on her uh, tombstone.
1: Yeah, that's her quote. Mm-hmm. So her name is Kazumi. And the best thing about her She says that she likes to start her her first dates. Like every time you go on a first date with her, she likes to start the date with having sex right in the beginning to get the awkward part out of the way.
0: Guys are lining up right now (laughs) (laughs) to go out on a date with her.
1: Well, no, but that's the thing. It's not like she's not some rando whore that's just like, come on, fuck me. No. If she likes a guy and she wants to go on a date with him, She encourages him to have sex with her the first date to Mm. get that out of the way because here's the thing. Now, I don't understand this because I've never been, even when I was young and hot, I was never this level of hot. I mean, she's ridiculous beautiful. Like Kim Kardashian hot, hotter. Mm. She's just absolutely just stunning. So you know that when men go out with her, that's all they're thinking and they can't have a normal conversation with her and the whole date is about like, how do I flirt with her to get in her pants? This is the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life because this way she just has sex with them so they can get that over with so she can start to get to know them. And I think it's a really, really cool thing because the other thing that she says about it is it's not even just having sex, sex to get that out of the way so that way she can actually get to know the guy. She says, I also want to remove the stigma attached to having a high number of sexual partners. Like, who cares? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Who cares how many people you've slept with? What's the difference? And she enjoys sex, and she's not going to apologize for it. And she uses condoms, and she gets tested on a regular basis, so she's safe. And she says, you know, she likes to date older men anyway. She likes a guy who's confident. Mm. And, you know, she just doesn't want to get involved in a relationship and then play the game like are we gonna are we not gonna she just wants to get that part out of the way and she says sometimes it's really nice because the sex part is over and then the guys relax and they have a great conversation and she finds that she actually meets a lot of really great guys that way
0: i always think back to what you said 10 years ago when you were talking to somebody on the air about dating and you said Mm -hmm. Well the problem is you keep dating these same guys and you're never gonna find the guy because you keep dating this one type of guy right so if she's just gonna go out with these guys who you say are just sitting there thinking what's it gonna be like when when I bang her, then maybe you're dating the wrong guy maybe you're you're fishing in the wrong pond.
1: That's fair because there's got to be guys that she meets that really want to get to know her and are not like <laughs> like drooling over her. But the thing is, she understands that she's dating guys, and you don't have but to not look all like guys her. are
0: like that. Really? No, I can go out with you for three months and not think about sex. I don't think well, about that's... sex anymore. I mean, like that. that? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, once you get past a certain age, I'm more interested in the person than the sex.
1: What have you done with Anthony Michaels?
0: (laughs) It's it's over time. I mean, I just... Right. Not that interested. I mean, I like it. It's good. But I'm not sitting there the whole time thinking that when I'm going out with her.
1: My boyfriend and my ex-husband are two of the nicest guys you've ever met in your life especially my ex-husband, he's just really nice and he's not, I mean, my boyfriend's a little more sexually driven than my Uh ex-husband was. Even they will be on a first date and think about what it would be like to bang the woman that they're sitting on the other side of the table with. And it's not like that's all they want to do. It's just like that's a part of the relationship and they're wondering, like, what's that going to be like? You know, is uh, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Am I going to be happy and satisfied and is that going to be a good part of our relationship do you know what i mean and i think you know she's not she's not wrong in this way i have gone down that road with guys where i've met a guy i'm thinking of one guy in particular he was really great he was so charming the nicest guy he would come pick me up in his car and he would take me to fun places and we spent a lot of time getting to know each other and he was really generous and sweet and his family was terrific by the time we got to the sex part I was like, I was dying to have sex with him at this point. We've been dating Mm -hmm. for a while, you know, it was so terrible and it wasn't the kind of terrible that I could say to him, do this, don't do that. It was unteachable. It was like, he just, it was, it was like, he just was so focused in every relationship he's ever been in on trying to be like the good guy and the perfect boyfriend that he never bothered to learn anything sexually Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and it was like it was so bad everything about it was so bad that you know where then where do you start especially with a guy that's been so nice how do you say to a really nice guy who's been so good to you listen that fucking sucked Mm -hmm. you don't know how to do anything like that was awful
0: yeah i think you should i think you should be able to say that but I think there's two types of guys in the world. One guy that that is so sex-driven that mm. that's all that's on his mind. And another guy who could actually be just into you and not just the sex. So I'm saying if you keep going out with these guys, and there's no problem having sex with every single one. I'm not mm. saying there's an issue with that. I'm saying if you want a long-term relationship, maybe fish in a different pond.
1: But I also think the reason why she's smart is because she's 25. And at 25 years old, she's not looking to settle down. So she should be out having fun with as many guys as guys that she's attracted to. It's not like she's having random sex with whoever. She's just talking about the guys that she is interested in, Mm. that she wants to date, that she's gotten to know a little bit, that she wants to finally go on a first date with. She likes to get the sex out of the way with those guys. It's not like she's she's not doing porn where she's doing like one of those like trains where just like guys show up and take turns. No, that's not. It's not. She's not a glory hole. It's not that at all. Um, I think she takes a very healthy attitude towards sex for somebody who's twenty five. If you know, if she was forty five and still just like, I want to bang guys. I'm not looking for anything serious. Part of me would be like, yeah, I respect that. That's pretty cool. But the other half of me would be like, hmm, at 45, why aren't you looking for a partner yet? Like, what is it about you? At 25, I feel like it's really healthy. At 45, it, it would make me a little nervous.
0: I think that's how COVID gets spread, too. <laughs> <laughs> you could put a, a condom on, but I, I am thinking you're getting a monkey box no matter what
1: right yeah
0: so i think you can't have six feet separation if you're having sex
1: yeah that's the tough thing because okay so obviously she consents it's all about consent but it's also about getting tested so before you have sex with somebody it's like will you get tested yes i'll go get an std test no i I mean talking about covid Mm -hmm. you gotta get a covid test let's do
0: both (laughs) Like, but that's it one on monday then the other on tuesday
1: Right. So, does that take the hotness out of it? I mean, the whole idea of, of sex for me was always like the spontaneity of it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, if now I, everybody has to get tested, then you have to plan to have sex. I feel like that's, you got to really work around that. It <laughs> it has to happen. You can't, you know, sp- spontaneous sex only happens once you're with somebody and you know they're safe. But I think initially, you, and you, you never can't know, worry about spontaneity.
0: You never know. But, when I was crazy like that in my 20s, every time I drove home, I was always worried, oh, God, I have the AIDS now, or I have syphilis, or, you know, she gave me something. So I was okay, always well, worried about that. But
1: now, there was no COVID then, so you didn't have to worry about that. But did, did you use a condom? Did you use no, a
0: condom? No, no. Oh, wow, really? You're kidding. No. <gasps>
1: that
0: was oh my God. from that generation that... Pff, What? Yeah, I never did. What? No, maybe a handful of times.
1: Oh my! I used a condom my entire life. I used the very first time I had sex. I never not used a condom. In fact, I remember like when the first time I was with my boyfriend. Once we like both got tested and whatever that we were we had sex without a condom for the first time. I was you know (laughs) I was an adult.
0: Really? Even the first time with Joe.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, of course. Joe and I used condoms all the time until we realized we were in a relationship and we were going to move forward with it. And
0: did yeah. you worry more about getting pregnant or getting yes. the disease? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- well, th- that was the other problem. I didn't want to get pregnant. But so, but the thing is, you can you can get on the pill, but the pill doesn't protect you from an STD or AIDS or any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I never I never got on the pill with anybody because, you know, that doesn't protect you from stuff you're scared of. Were you ever on the pill? Well, yeah, with Joe, I had to go on the pill because once we decided that we weren't going to use a condom, I, I didn't want to get pregnant.
0: Oh, okay. See, I can imagine you being on the pill and condom just to make sure you don't, there's a, well, not no, another I, you.
1: I used, so there was, Um, I remember like in the 90s or the like early 2000s, there was that female, I forget what it was. It was like a spermicide thing that you can use. Mm-hmm. So, I would use the extra spermicide. Having sex with me was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm such a hypocrite. So I'm sitting here talking about like taking the spontaneity out by going and getting tested. You take the spontaneity out when you got to go to your drawer, get your spermicide. Mm-hmm. Here's a condom. You know what I mean? Like that for some reason didn't take the spontaneity out. We got used to that. So I guess now this generation's getting used to just everybody getting tested. I hope.
0: No, because I never had them. So I would always have to stop what we're doing, get in my car, <laughs> go down to the store, buy the bring it back. By that time I'm 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 done. I'm I want McDonald's at that point. I I'm wait. Did the past women that.
1: insist the women you were with didn't they insist no. on you using a condom? No.
0: I don't think wow. I ever had. I think if I, if they were used it was because of me.
1: That's really shocking. If I was ever with a guy who didn't want to use a condom, I'd be like, "Well, this is
0: over." Really? Yeah. No, I never had that.
1: I'm not having sex without a condom, and I'm and sorry, I'm not doing other things. If if you won't get a condom, it's not my problem that you're into it right now and I'm, you know, and you're not. Like occasionally maybe I'd give give the guy a hand job, but except for that, <laughs> I'd mostly be like, no, sorry, this is already over.
0: No, I mean, I got to stop. I got to figure out how to open it. I got to figure out how to put it on. It's a whole thing. I don't know if I put it on before the date. I put it on right before intercourse. I don't know. I never figured it out. So just let me do what I do.
1: You ever see those pornos where the girls put it in their mouth and they put it on? Yeah, I
0: never had that.
1: <laughs> I never did either, but I thought that was cool. I was like, "Wow, I should probably learn how to do that one day." Yeah,
0: I think hookers <laughs> do that, and, and and you see that in movies. Yeah, I would be like, "Whoa!" He, next, you're going to pull a rabbit out of your hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not out
0: of her hat. Not out of her hand. Well, <laughs> you going to do a card trick now? How did you? That's magic. <laughs>
3: It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. You
0: got me straight tripping, boo.
4: That's right. That's right. Flashback.
3: These are the sounds of days that are past. Days that are past.
0: Days that
1: are past. There's there's this new thing now, driving while texting. You've heard of driving while drowsy. Mm -hmm. That's been a thing lately that if you're tired and driving, you shouldn't do that. Now driving while texting. They want to make this illegal.
3: Well, even talking on a cell phone is bad enough, let alone text messaging. Right.
1: Right. Because the whole concept, and you know, a lot of states have passed this thing where you can't—you have to be on one of those—you uh, can't be handheld. You actually have to be Headset, one of those uh, hands-free, hands-free kind of thing. And the idea is not that your hands are busy; it's the idea that your mind is elsewhere. So it's still a problem. Um, so, but people do wacky things while they're driving. Like I've definitely, definitely been. Oh my God, I, we was—you know—I don't drive. I sit in the passenger seat, so I get to look on to the other drivers because you know they're right there. But
3: you have driven just not I, well
1: I have driven but I realize how bad I drive so I try not to uh, I don't want to harm other people I'd like them to live only in an
3: emergency where you where I you want drive. people yeah.
1: to live um, in an emergency I take a cab
3: <laughs> <laughs> no but if there was an or emergency a and, you, and you had to drive like if like yeah, if you would, if, if, you would if you like had if you and to. Sean Lee were on a trip and you're in the middle of Nebraska mm-hmm. and he like passed out and you had to drive him to the hospital you could do that right
0: I'd call Anthony.
3: There's like t- there's like there's like t- in Nebraska. T- there's like yes. I'll be
0: there I'll be there in 28 hours. Right. Bring the Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll need to borrow about 3 grand in gas. I don't that's think
3: fine. there's I don't think there's much traffic there so I think you would be okay.
1: I guess in an emergency. I mean, I know how to drive. I understand the concept. I know what the pedals are. I can even drive
0: a stick. <gasps> it's more than Chad I can do. Can't even do that. Oh, seriously? No. no.
1: I learned on a stick. I drove when I was in college. That's all I drove was a stick. Yeah,
3: I could drive a stick in an emergency. I've driven them before oh, for so short distances, could. but it would not be pretty. I'd be in first gear the whole time. Uh, how? how can you be? Because I never age, a man, a man, and not drive a stick. <laughs> because none of the cars we ever had had a stick. No, but you go and you
1: get a car with a stick. You don't Why? hope it shows up. You no. ask for one.
3: No, I disagree with that because
0: now they make these newfangled kind of transmissions We you don't have to do that no more. Yeah, so yeah, well. I, I get it.
3: And the first, and I had to do it. It was like uh, the station. Uh, our decision had a like one of those really old Jeep Wranglers. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's, thanks. Like, burp, burp, burp. <laughs> it's like it's like it, apparently for people that know how to drive that that's actually not the easiest thing to mm. to drive.
1: No, but you feel like you're really driving with the stick. You really feel like you're really behind that wheel and getting stuff no. done. And I gotta tell you, if you got a stick, you can't text message. You can't call on your cell phone. You've got to <laughs> you've got to be you figure
0: it out. But it's hard.
1: Yeah, you're busy. Your hands are busy. You got stuff going on. One's on the stick ship. The other's on the wheel. You're busy. Mm-hmm. That, that's how they should solve it. Everybody should drive a stick shift from now on. That's it. Stick shifts for everybody, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Okay. So what's some of the wacky stuff you've done while driving? 877 cooper What about you, Anthony?
0: Well, it was when I was on the road with the, with uh, the record company. I, I, I would be so bad, I would have my laptop up on the passenger seat going at all times. Mm-hmm. I would be on the phone and text messaging at the same time with a whole oh. separate Blackberry. What? So I have the cell phone, the BlackBerry, and the computer going all at the same time. Oh, Anthony. Driving down the highway.
1: Oh, Anthony, that's so dangerous. You never got into an accident doing that?
0: No, one time I looked up, and everybody on the highway was stopped, and I had to lock it up because I'm trying (gasps) to text somebody something.
1: Oh, Anthony.
0: It's dangerous. I I always did that. Always.
1: (laughs) I actually, we were, you know, like I said, I sit in the passenger seat, so I just look to my right, and I see the drivers. The drivers Mm -hmm. are all there. Um, We were actually driving, and there was a guy... In the driver's seat, reading a newspaper. He
2: was
0: oh, reading yeah. the newspaper while he was driving. I see people doing putting the eyeliner on in the mirror, driving down the highway with the, with the the mirror turned right to them so they can see <sighs> their eye while they're driving. The rock and roll guys who all do that. No, it's like women. The punk it's rock like, guys. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's Green Day.
1: <laughs> Green Day can do that. Yeah,
0: getting ready for a gig.
1: But I see that
0: all the time.
1: That's crazy. Now, Clarissa. Yes. Now, you drive a stick, right? So you know what I'm talking about. When you're driving a stick, you can't do anything else. you got to concentrate. you got the stick in one hand, the, the wheel in the other. Well, I think I'm actually pretty better at driving a stick
5: than probably anybody because I can eat when I'm driving. I can change <laughs> my clothes if I have to. I've done my nails when I'm driving. You've done your nails while driving a stick? <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I don't like to get up early, so I
1: have to rush to work. So I've done everything driving a stick. How? How do you do your nails while you're driving a stick? Do you, like, when the one hand is on the stick, you will reach over and polish? Like, I can't even polish my nails sitting on my couch. <laughs> well, I take the interstate most of it,
5: so I just get all the way into, you know, overdrive and just use my knee a lot.
1: <laughs> oh, you must be good at polishing. I got to tell you, that's one of the skills that I'm amazed that people can even do that regular just sitting you, sit you in can't somewhere.
0: do that on a couch
1: i can't do that on a couch the fact that you can do it driving i mean i i, I hail to you oh <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> thank you clarissa thank you see that's what we're talking about people do stuff yep. while they're driving you're like how do you do that it's amazing
0: one time we went uh this is like 10 years ago 15 mm-hmm. years ago i can't remember a long time ago we were driving to uh, my wife and i were driving to florida but we had to borrow one of my friends because he, he had a new car and my car wouldn't have made it to Florida. So we borrowed his car. So I'm in the passenger seat and I pass out. I'm tired. So I wake up. We're doing 95 down the highway in somebody else's car. And my wife sitting there doing the nails, not even looking at the road, driving oh. with her knee, doing the nails. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Stop it. We're going to die. <laughs> and was she at least a good driver? Was she OK? Yeah, she was fine. Wow. Cruise control, not even looking at the. the oh, outside. Well,
1: cruise control. There yeah. you go.
0: But you got to look out the window sometimes. She now wasn't we, even doing that. No, <laughs> we do cruise
1: control, so the wheels taken care of, or just the gas?
0: The gas. Not okay, the wheel. so she still have to do the wheel? Yes.
1: So was she doing her toenails then?
0: No, fingernails.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> with the cruise control, you don't need your feet. Your oh, feet are available. Do your feet. Yeah. Now, well, while she was driving, why didn't you polish her nails?
0: I was sleeping. Oh. And I don't do that. I would have woken <laughs> you for is that. Is that a euphemism or?
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> hey john how are you hey john
0: john ah. oh boo
1: john a, call back because you had a get good story a good one too yeah you had call a good back, story john. please john the numbers is eight seven seven six cooper talking about what have you done while driving dave yeah now what have you done while driving
6: well right now i'm talking to you while i'm driving a standard <gasps> oh cell
1: phone. No. So now, do you do, are you holding the cell phone or is it? Do you have a little uh, headset no, thing?
6: I, no, I got the earpiece. And to be honest with you, I've, I've watched people drive down the street, and it drives me nuts. They're sitting there with the cell phone in their hand, talking, and driving. It's like
0: get an earpiece. Right. They're not it's that so much. much.
6: No, and it's so much easier to drive with them.
1: Right. And you don't find it, you're not you're not distracted. You can concentrate on the road and concentrate in your conversation.
6: Oh yeah.
1: Oh, that's because you're a real driver.
6: yeah not really. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my wife would have to argue with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, wives never think their husbands drive well.
6: Well, I have to say that she doesn't drive well either.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. See, I I, I admit to well, that. I know I don't drive well.
6: Well, the thing is, is she plays uh, ping pong with the lines.
1: She does what?
6: She, she pauses back and forth between the lights. No. <laughs> yeah. It, it, oh, it's great. See,
1: I, I shouldn't be driving while driving.
6: <laughs> That's
1: well, my problem.
6: That happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so you talk on the cell phone and drive a stick shift. I'm very impressed.
6: Yeah, and I, I caught that little bit. I was switching through the channels. And I, mm. I caught the last excerpt from when you were talking about... Uh, uh, what was that? Talking about driving a standard, and you have mm-hmm. to concentrate on the road.
1: Yes, yeah, so you're doing it now. You're trying. To, see, you're trying to have a conversation with me and remember something. Yet you're concentrating.
6: Well, yeah. But the thing is, though, is it? I'm on a, basically a highway, so it's like no big deal. Oh, okay. You know. I don't have cruise control, so that doesn't do me any good.
1: So you can't polish your toenails right now.
6: No, I can't polish my toenails. Yeah, probably, okay. probably, well, yeah. probably got to not
1: fun. Yeah, <laughs> see that. that I got to tell you, I, I don't know how people do that. I don't know how they do it. You got to be a good driver to start out with. So, I mean, they're driving really fast.
3: Right. You just now, don't understand driving at all. That's. I
1: don't problem. understand driving at all. I don't understand driving Cooper, here, fast. Cooper, here's
3: what you do. Does Does Sean Lee have any of those NASCAR video games?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. He might.
3: If he does, practice on those, because the actual real NASCAR drivers use those same video games you buy at the store to familiarize themselves with tracks they've never been to. Don't
1: give me something else to do. I'm already trying to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. (laughs) I don't want to also be a a NASCAR driver, too. Let me do that
3: next. You practiced on that, and then you could get in a real car, and it'd be cake. So if, if you can drive 180 miles an hour in the video game two inches away from the car next to you, Driving down the street is, is no problem at all.
1: That's true. so I can practice yeah. at home. Yeah, get Fantastic. on that. Get on that. I'll get, I'll get right on that. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. And you Hi, don't Diana. Kill nobody.
5: Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Now, what, what have you done? What have
1: you done driving?
5: I have done so much crazy stuff, but mostly in my... I'm not that old, but my much younger years. I started driving when I was 14, uh-huh. and my first car was, of course, a stick. My first, like, four cars were sticks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... I got pulled over like 12 to- 13 times in 12 months.
1: Oh, that's a real woman for you. <laughs> I love to it. You got a stick and you got pulled over for speeding, right? <laughs>
5: oh, of course. Fantastic. But my dad and I had to drive to Texas. I lived in Birmingham and we had to drive to Texas, so I had to follow him in my car. We were both in six.
2: Uh-huh.
5: And we, we had a competition to see who could drive the furthest with their knee. <laughs> We both, we both made it all the way to Texas just using our knee. We never had to use our hands.
1: I love it. This is your dad's idea. Yeah, go ahead.
5: And then when I was six, let's see, 15, mm. um, still didn't have a license, of course. My sister was nine. Uh-huh. She and I drove from Birmingham to Des Moines, Iowa. Are you serious? I know. If you got pulled over, what would you have done? Talk my way out of it like I did 13 other times.
2: Oh, oh my
5: gosh. And you must, must be gorgeous. Me. I did get pulled over in Memphis, and uh, I got out of that one. But anyway, <laughs> so as we're driving through, as we're driving through, I get tired because it's like uh, a 20-hour trip. Uh, so what I would do is I would get it into overdrive, and she and I would switch places, and she was nine, uh, and she would drive, <gasps> and I would sleep. No. And if traffic had to stop or something like that, she would just push the clutch in and coast onto the shoulder. <gasps> and then we would, she would wake me up, and we would switch back, and I would get it back into fourth gear and get us going again, and then we would switch again. Like, how did she
1: reach the pedals? Well, she was tall for her age. But wow, <laughs> a nine-year-old driving! I can't believe it. Diana. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we, she drove all the
5: time. I used to go. <laughs> she drove all the time. She's been driving. I mean, I started when I was fourteen. She started when she was like nine. But oh my she could god. Drive at six. By the time she was
0: ten, how do you feel, Chad? In
1: Iowa. <laughs> yeah, the ten-year-old can drive a stick, Chad.
2: I know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: A girl, a ten-year-old girl. <laughs> wow. wow! That's awesome, Diana. You must be gorgeous. You got to be gorgeous, otherwise you get pulled over that many times. You're gonna get a ticket eventually. Mm-hmm. You got to be hot to get away with that. Or Hi, a good Karen. Talker. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Now, what, what have you done while driving?
4: Well. My brother and I, we used to go, he lived in New York and I lived in North Carolina. And so whenever we would drive back and forth together to keep each other company, um, we would switch places while driving. This is while we were, you know, we were in our 20s then. Uh And, um, yeah, he would set the cruise control and he would climb in the back seat and I would reach over from the passenger side and steer. (gasps) And then I would, he had a big uh, extended cab truck. Uh-huh. And so I would then climb over the console into the driver's seat <gasps> and drive, and then he would climb over into the passenger seat and sleep for a little while, and then we'd switch back. Uh-huh. So we never had to really stop unless we had to go to the bathroom really bad, of course. But uh-huh. we could go, we could we could make it all the way from New York to North Carolina and stop. <gasps> I much, can't so. believe it. Wait, so yeah, you never right. had an accident? Nothing? No, never. Wow. <laughs> we Eighty down the interstate and set the cruise and switch places. It was awesome. <gasps>
1: I can't believe it. I'm so I'm so totally shocked by these stories. I can't begin to tell you. I can't. I'm scared to get in the car and drive just to Anthony's house. <laughs>
3: we and they're, are go, too. and they're going. Everybody's 80. scared to drive to Anthony's house though. And, well, that's true too. Oh, There's okay. that also. Yeah.
1: And they're going eighty from North Carolina to New York, uh, just with,
3: switching seats.
1: Switching seats. Yeah, that's amazing. Great. amazing. Amazing. Kevin, what's the what's the wackiest thing you've done while while driving?
6: Well, uh, mine isn't too bad. I do have a roommate of mine, and I have to tell you what he did. But I uh, changed clothes completely. Uh, <laughs> I've eaten a full meal. Uh, wait, wait
1: you've got a Hang uh, on, hang on. we got to go back to change clothes. So you're telling me that as you were driving, you got completely naked and then put new clothes on?
6: Oh, yeah. one <laughs> uh, <underwear laughs> and all. Did anyone see you? Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't get any weird looks, but uh, the, the tricky part was trying to get my shoes back on and get shoes tied.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's I the imagine. Hard one.
6: So that that was a little bit of a challenge, but oh well. And what else? But my, my roommate did something that was really good. He used to he and his girlfriend, somehow or another, used to be able to literally have sex while driving. And not get into accidents? Uh, no, never wow. did. Wow. Cruising on the highway, and he even was driving a stick. He had an old stop. <laughs> that was a stick. God. They somehow or another pulled that off.
1: I, I, am <laughs> <laughs> speechless. You've left me speechless. Uh, that's amazing. I mean, I wish he called. Cause I really want to know how they how they got pulled that one off. <laughs> um, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Oh, I, I'm. I need. I need a break.